Whoa, folks, we are in 2022 now. Can you fucking believe that for anybody that's within probably 10 years of our age, give or take? Can you believe that it's fucking 2022? Especially when we thought the year would the world was going to end in, two, in the year 2000. Y2K, shit like that. <coughs> Excuse me. You youngsters probably don't know anything about that. 2022. 20 years into a new millennium. New century. Two years into another decade. <coughs> I have to ask. Where are you at with your goals? Where are you at with your plans? I don't want to hear that New Year's resolution bullshit. I have so much to say on that. And if you listen to me on here, anywhere, or you know me in person, you know that that's bullshit. Listen, it's a statistical fact. It Most people's New Year's resolution doesn't even go past March. Somewhere in there. It's all bullshit. Just like motivation's bullshit. You're either compelled and driven to do something, and you feel like your life depends on it, and you feel like it's your purpose, or you're not. People get motivation in spurts. But shit! First podcast of the new year, and just to let y'all know, it's not video yet, no. You've heard it in probably fucking 50 of my podcasts, I know, holding myself accountable. But, it is the 100th, the 100th fucking episode, and I'm still fucking proud and happy of all the progress I've made, but still unsatisfied. If you know me in real life, you know that I am grateful, I am humble, I am driven, that has nothing to do with being satisfied on any level. And it has nothing to do with what people tell me I should be okay with. The 100th episode coming up on the third season next month. I promise you. I promise you. Those of you who I've reached out to or have reached out to me. We are going to be doing the video podcast. You will see guests on here from all walks of life. It will be Zoom. It will be Video chat, whatever we need to do. People in other states, I can't just drive to them. They just can't drive to me. We can't fly to one another just for that. If I, I plan on that changing, that we can do that in the near future. That's the only plan. Listen, no fucking plans are off the table. I'm not canceling a motherfucking thing. I'm not adjusting stuff to fit what makes someone else comfortable. This will be full-time for a living. This, my writing, my speaking, my brand, my fucking challenges, my training. But I'm not there yet. I do all of that pretty fucking hardcore, you know that. Still raise a family, still a grandfather, still have limited resources, and still work a full-time job. It's not fucking easy. I've never said it was easy. There's people that do this full-time for a living. All of these things. Maybe they started when they were younger. Maybe they had more resources. Maybe they had more support. Maybe their starting point was different. But it is what it is. I did this at a later stage in life. And I have no plans of quitting anything. It's all necessary. It's all relative to my life. I do not speak on anything that I do not live Or that I'm not in the process of doing or I have not been through. Fucking understand that. If you're wanting a more light-hearted podcast, then you need to go listen to some other fluffy bullshit. That is not this podcast. 
Now, going forward, you know I love music. You know I love talking about training. I will, I, will, I plan on having a reasonable amount of musical guests on my podcast. It may be via Zoom. In the meantime, I'm going to have to do a lot of uh, video podcasts with people. They live in other states. Most of the people I network with with my training are, are my savage challenges or any kind of things I take on or what I'm going to take on this year. It's going to be fucking crazy. I have no problem. I'm not embarrassed. I'm very humble to say. I do this off of very little resources. And I do it off of little, very little resources so I don't fall back into the trap that I was in for 20 years. So I can continue to build what I'm building. Because, you know what? For every fucking hater I have out there. For every 10 haters I have. Every 10 critics. You'd be surprised. And I do not share their names unless it's okay with them. On a almost a daily basis. From my social media pages to my podcast. People that reach out to me. That will not make it publicly. And tell me how much I've helped change their life. Or I'm in the process of. Whether it's they got out of the fucking bad relationship. They left a job they was miserable at. They're trying to fucking get clean. They started fucking working out. And they need me to hold them, hold them accountable. And it's fucking... Hard to swallow. They don't want to fucking hear me. That my message is brutal. But it's fucking necessary. No I can't be more soft. No I can't sugarcoat it more. No I won't water it down. And no I'm not fucking sorry. Because I won't do those things. I'm not going to fucking do it. I will not compromise. I will not fucking comply. This is the fucking brand. This is the fucking lifestyle. This is the goal. This is the mission. So any of you motherfuckers that want me to go speak to some troubled youth, some fucking delinquents, some addicts, you want me to tell my story. And for those that don't know my story, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll be happy to tell you my story. Whether it be a phone conversation, whether it be a text message, whether it be video chat, whatever it is. You don't have to wait to hear it from a celebrity or athlete or someone with money. They need to know that the common person walking around every day, going to work, going through the motions of life, fucking going through the daily grind, there are those of those of us out there that fucking do all that and this, and we deal with tragedy every fucking day. And we fucking keep going. The whole point of my brand, my mission, my podcast, everything is how not to. It's how not to end up like that. It's, look... I've said it many times. How did I arrive at the person I am? Haven't did drugs. Haven't been to prison. Haven't fucking let myself go to shit. But it's not a compelling story to someone sometimes. They want to hear that fucking comeback story. And this is the reason y'all are so addicted to listening to celebrities and athletes. Not that some of them does not have a fucking great story. But we... we as a society, we listen to people after they have the money, at the end. We only focus on the end results, but we won't listen to someone while they're building. This is why usually your community and your circle and your support cast usually doesn't support you till after the fact. They want to know that you already made it. And this is why, why we got a very negative viewpoint of people trying to build something that we work against them. Instead of supporting them while they're in the process. We got to quit relating success 
just to money. Not that money's not a factor. Not that it's not a byproduct of that. But it, the single fact, it's like saying an alpha, because they make good money, have toys, or they're wealthy financially, that makes them an alpha. That alone does not make them a fucking alpha. Just like money alone doesn't make you successful. You need to know their starting point. You need to know their formula. You need to know how they attained it. You need to know what advantages, privileges, resources, and everything they have or didn't have. There's a lot of people out there. And here's the thing I've been puzzled about over the years. Don't you want to know that there's some, I guess what y'all say, air quotations, average people walking around that has a story like yours or has a family similar like similar to yours that has that same kind of background that fucking didn't become a, a, a statistic or the victim? I am that. And we're here. You need to know that it doesn't always translate to being fucking financially wealthy. If it happens, it happens. Because I don't, look, all I have to do is get paid enough to make a living at it. That's where subscriptions and subscribers and support comes from. Most of my support and subscriptions and most of my people, it's not fucking people I know. I've learned to not even, it bothered me at first. I've learned not to even come to expect it. And I don't care. Most of the people that are going to take you to the next level, on what, however that may be, whether it's introducing you to somebody, positioning yourself in a different situation, uh, uh, introducing you to someone, meeting someone, going out of your way, whatever it is. Hey, meet this. I'm going to take you to meet this person. This person meets that person. Are you going to go speak here? You're going to do this. It's not going to be people you know. And I've said it over and over. Because they don't want to know, they don't want to come to terms with the fact that someone from the same situation that they came from, or in the same situation they're in, managed to pull that off. That's why the underdog is only good, or excuse me, not only good, is only recognized by people we know in the movies and in TV shows, celebrities and athletes. The reason I keep going back to this with celebrity and athletes, because we want to put it out of reach. That way it looks unattainable. We don't want to relate it to people we know, especially when you're my age and doing it later in life. It is not popular. It is not favored. It is criticized. It is not liked. It is not shared a lot. We are not the fan favorite, but we are fucking necessary. We are few, and I will not stop by any means necessary. There's two fucking things that stop me, and one of them I don't ever plan on having, and the other one I have little to know say-so about, and I do have somewhat of a say-so, and that's when that fucking coffin's nailed shut. You hear me? That's how fucking deliberate I am, and that's offensive to people. I am what you think I am. Whatever you think of me on here, I'm fucking more profound in real life. That is not angry. That is passion. That is purpose. But I'm not going to spend the time explaining to myself to try to change the narrative of what you think I am. Whatever you think I am, that's probably what I am and much more. And it's fine. Don't let me change your mind. So, 100th episode. 
I want to talk about this, and this is going to be part one because this is year-end review. I have a lot to say on this, so I don't want to blend it all in one podcast. There's, As many of you know, one of the most tragic years of my life. This year going forward, my life's changed forever. And there was a lot of fucking positives and a lot of great things too. So I'm going to break it down into different segments. Man, where do I even fucking start? I don't even know how to start this. But I always know how to start. Look, let me back up for a minute. When we get the video podcast, it isn't going to be fucking... Look like a professional studio in here. The whole premise behind this podcast is raw, real, uncensored, unfiltered, not sugar-coated, and to show you what people really live. Not the fucking minority, the majority. I only want to be able to earn enough to be able to fucking help people and do this for a living. So if you have anything on your fucking agenda of somebody you would like me to talk to, a group you would like me to talk to, fucking pay for my travel, get me there, and you don't have to do shit except for that. Pay for my room, pay for my board, pay for my fucking food, and I'm fucking there. Y'all hear me? They need to know that other people besides celebrities and athletes, the privileged, the wealthy can do this shit and that it is possible walking around every day, going through the daily grind, going through the trials and tribulations of life, they need to see the fucking face. Okay? This podcast is going to be what it is till we get to the next step. I'm almost three seasons in and we're just now brand new equipment sitting right in front of me. But you know what? My fucking room isn't ready because I've had Four or five fucking one thing after another. That's real life shit, man. Real family shit. Stuff that I've had to deal with. Brand new equipment over 18 months. I just broke it out of the box and started connecting. That's the fucking truth. I really want a fucking studio. I converted my garage. I live frugal. I'm not embarrassed to say that. Why y'all so why are y'all so worried about letting people Know that y'all struggle. That's fucking reality. That's fucking life. More of us struggle than don't struggle. We live well within our means. The whole point of everything I'm building, my fucking writing, I will write more than one book. If I live long enough, I will be a fucking author. No fucking doubt. I'm working on it now. I have been working on it. But I have been working hard enough. No matter how hard I work, I feel like I always fall short. That's on me. No one holds me accountable. No one makes me do it except for me. Let me remind y'all something else. Can't nobody fucking work me harder than me. You can't do put nothing on me that I won't put on my goddamn self. Y'all hear that? But the fact of it is, this is what I got. We have limited space. And I keep having to fucking deal with getting more stuff out of here. I've had to deal with grown kid issues. I've had to deal past three years with my mom getting sick and passing away. I've had to deal with her stuff. It's getting there. And I will have a studio. And it will be badass. I'm just not there now. If you choose not to come on because of that, then fucking don't come on when I get my studio either. I don't. Let me make this clear. I do not give one fuck who the fuck you are. I ain't going to beg a motherfucker for nothing. If you know me, I will fucking do without. And I will go out of my way to prove my point. 
That's how fucking stomped down I am about shit. So, you're in review. I'm going to do some good stuff. Like I said, where do I even start? How do you even begin to fucking explain a year that your life's fucking changed forever? The fact that there will never be no closure, no resolution, no peace, no satisfaction, only more why, what if, what good can come from this? <laughs> How can this be translated into something positive and helpful as a lesson? That right there. Hmm. But I can help other people. I can't change my loved one's life. I can't. I only can change my life. Excuse me, my loved ones. I can't change that person's life. I can change the people that's directly involved in my life. And I can help change y'all's life. You need to hear from someone that's relatable. So let's talk about a couple of good, some good stuff. Like I said, there's going to be more than one podcast on this. I wanted to talk about, take, take for example this year. I dealt with the worst tragedy that I ever have in my life. And it's no closure. It's not going away. It's not going to change. Also, too, I've been running for years. And long story short, when I was younger, I was more into weightlifting, more into powerlifting, things like that. And uh, I had a bad injury in my late 20s. They got me into running, and I ran for years before I ever even entered anything. I would do 5Ks, 10Ks. I did a couple of, what do you call the duathlons, um, small triathlons years ago. Then I go back to my running, back to my weightlifting, stuff like that. The first year ever at my age, and now I'm in my late 40s, yes, I decided to do an ultra. Not a super ultra, not a mega ultra. But anything that's an ultra is over a marathon. And I did four. And it started with the David Goggins Challenge in March. I almost talked myself out of it. And little did I know, less than two weeks later, when I did that um, 48-hour challenge for David Goggins, that the worst tragedy was coming. I had no idea. So I think about this year, man. I think about... Whew... Uh, I went to two fucking cool places. We had a great family vacation with nearly all of us. It was me, my mama Sita, which is my wife, both of my twins, uh, my oldest daughter, my other stepdaughter, my oldest daughter from my only daughter from my previous marriage, all of my grandkids except for one, one that's not a part of the picture that's not in our life. Uh, other set of grandparents, ex-wife in another condo. Uh, we went to Florida for like seven days and we had a great time. We took pictures. We had a, a amazing weather, a little bit of rain, ate some good food and we made some family memories that are there forever, man. I never changed it. And it was my <coughs> baby granddaughter's uh, first birthday. And uh, it was her first birthday. That's a fucking big deal. All of my grandkids are the same to me. That was my daughter's first baby. Maybe her only baby. Who knows? And uh, uh, if you know our family story and our background, you know how important that is. That that was very important. Uh, uh, one grandkid turned one. 
one turned uh, two. And at the end of the year, you see me post my oldest granddaughter. She turned seven. Uh, for my mama Sita, my wife's, wasn't really a birthday, but it was kind of a birthday. We went to an amazing fucking resort. When we travel alone, I've said this multiple times, we go on one family. We don't, we don't get to do it every year. Sometimes it's every other year. When we travel, we do a family vacation. We travel by ourselves. We only go to adult places 21 and up where there's no children. We've been parents since we were 18, before we even got together. I've been, I thought about it the other day. I was looking at my granddaughter's car seat in my truck, and I thought, I've had a car seat in my fucking car since I was 18 years old. <laughs> Almost 30 years of a car seat never not being in my car or truck. So when we go somewhere, we travel by ourselves, one time with the family and one time by ourselves. Our fucking kids, all of our kids know it. They don't even ask. Went to fucking Mexico, had a fucking amazing time. First time at this resort. I'm not going to talk about what resort this is. It was different. We've been to other places like it, but no place like this. We very much want to be back right now. We meet new people. We get new experiences. We get new perspectives. You understand that the world is a big place. People live different. They have different religions. They have no religion. They have different sexual preferences. They have a different upbringing. They have a different mindset. They do. When you go there, you don't know what they do for a living. You don't know how much money they make, and you shouldn't ask. And you just fucking vibe. You're more war. We're more worried about being judged by people we know than than strangers. That's the fucking truth. We'll talk about that in another podcast. So Florida, Mexico. We did a couple of small things, and this was a a major year for me. Uh, I look at it like this, man. We went on two. Great vacations. Uh, I probably, the, the takeaways are positive. Uh, I probably ran for my training somewhere between 750 and 850 miles this year. Uh, I completed four ultras. Never did an ultra and completed four. Uh, I did my first Goggins challenge, completed it. I completed my Spartan Ultra Beast. I'm not competing with no one else. I only compete with myself. I smashed my goal by three hours. I got like four or five house projects done. And I got about four or five that are still not done that I've been working on over a year. (laughs) I did probably 60 episodes of my podcast. And my goal was two every 10 days. So that I still didn't meet my goal, but the way I also see it is, I uh, I have no expectations. But sixty episodes in a full season—that's not counting January. So I did sixty episodes since last February, uh, and I. Let me see, a little bit over doubled my downloads and listenership. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy about that. Because let me remind you, what if I wouldn't have done that? What if I would have quit? I reached, uh, I went, I think I went from like 22 countries to like 34, 36. There's people out there that's done so much more. Again, 
Not down in anyone's podcast. I share and I support a lot of stuff. I even share and support a lot of stuff with people who don't support me. Remember, I won't forget that. I support so many of y'all unsolicited without y'all even asking. You haven't done it the same for me. I don't need to call your names. You know who you are. But also, too, it depends on the content. We like a lot of stuff that is popular. We like entertainment. We like funny. I, this is not a pun, funny podcast. I'll probably have some people on that are funny later. Again, I've been limited on what I can do because of of how I've had to do this podcast. But that is going to change. And that gives us something to look forward to. So my podcast made progress. I went. To, I did 60 episodes. The season before, I think I did 38 or 40. I doubled my downloads and listenership. I still need y'all to subscribe, please, and share it. That would mean a lot. You don't even have to tell nobody. If you don't want to tell people you follow and support me, just go subscribe, please. Uh, went on two badass vacations. I did four ultras. Uh, you know, I did nine to ten of my 30, 60-day challenges. I'm starting to develop. Dial in my Savage Code. Y'all hear more about that later. That's going to be in my book. If y'all let that slip, y'all remember, y'all going to go back and listen to this podcast and remember when I told y'all. Uh, I probably did somewhere between 10 to 15 audio books this year. I'd rather sit and read a book. It's really difficult for me for how much I drive for my full-time job, which is usually about 4,500 to 6,000 miles a month. If I try to sit down and really read a book with... If I didn't do all the things I did and I just went to work every day and came home, chilled out, and watched sports or whatever, I could read more books manually. And I prefer it that way. But let me tell y'all something. Audio books is a life hack. It is. Would, would, you, would you think that audio book is better than nothing or just doing nothing? Think about that for a minute. Uh, I sent my gear. I'll talk about, I've talked about that in the past podcast. My gear is not stopped. It's in transition, but it was a little slow. Fucking COVID, distributors, shipping, had to go a different direction with the person I was networking with. No hard feelings, had to cut that loose. And between all of those things, it, it made it slow. I'm coming back stronger and better than ever. Uh, I, went, I still went to three or four different countries and six to di- 10 different states. Uh, probably only about six orders this year. And when I say orders, I did, <clears throat> I do an order every month, every two weeks to a month, usually it was once a month this year. All those things factored in. I'm not stopping it. I'm not stopping. I'm redirecting and transitioning right now. And it's going to be better than ever. But it takes time. It takes work. And again, I'm a one to two person operation on fucking everything. So... I won't beg or ask anybody for support or networking, but it is very much appreciated. No doubt. I'm giving y'all the fucking blueprints to do stuff without fucking support. From your family, from your friends, from your fucking employer, anybody. This is what I'm doing. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to my merchandise, my community really supported. When it comes to my, my challenges, my training, and my podcast, it's everyone outside my community mainly. I average 40 to 70 hours of tutorials and self-education a month. I averaged another 30 to 40 hours of podcasts per month.
Y'all hear what I just said? 10 to, excuse me, 12 to 15 audiobooks, 40 to 70 hours of tutorials, online classes, self-education a month, and another 40 plus hours of podcast. Is that not progress? Or is progress what we buy? Is how much money we make. Don't get me wrong. That can that can be a factor. Again, it should be a byproduct. It depends on what you got to give up for. Just like what I tell people. My time's so fucking important to me. It depends on what I got to give up. And sometimes even money isn't worth that. Most of the time what I'm offered isn't worth that. I hate somebody wasting my time even fucking twice. And the reason I'm like that, because I let people waste my time early in life. So I went to two or two pretty big vacations this year. One family, one adult. That's what we try to do. Uh, I completed four ultras. I did the uh, first two or three installments of the Savage Lifestyle Challenge, the Savage Code. That is not uh that is not my 30 to 60 day challenges. All of that fits together. Y'all will see it later. The 30 to 60 day challenges. If I'm doing a 30 to 60 day challenge, I'll throw something difficult in like in there to mix it up and make it difficult. Um I had amazing memories of my family and my loved ones. My granddaughter's first, my youngest granddaughter. I have three granddaughters. My youngest granddaughter's first birthday. My oldest granddaughter's seventh. Uh, grandson's second. Seen some beautiful beaches. Did some, met some amazing people. Made new friends, new experiences, new networking connections. Oh, my networking went to the next level this year. And I'm not going to say any names. They know who they are. Uh, it was all progress. No matter what tragic events happened out of my control, it was a very progressive year. And I have to look at the takeaways. I have to look at the positive as well as I do the negatives. So this is the 100th episode. Woo woo. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked, man. Uh, if y'all were here, we'd be, we, we, you know, I don't even drink liquor. We can take a shot. I'm drinking a glass of wine right now. It's my second glass. We could fucking smoke some vape. If I had a good, a good crew on here, I'd even take a shot with y'all. I took a shot on my birthday. I hadn't took a shot in eight years. I gave up liquor like seven, eight years ago. Just a reminder, I don't make New Year's resolutions. And a lot of people haven't even caught on to this unless you're in my immediate circle or you really dial in my social media pages. What I started doing around five to seven years ago is I, start, I sacrifice something every year. I give something up. And, uh, and when I mean give it up, that's... If I say, hey, I ain't going to drink beer for 30 days and I drink five beers, that's still fucking pretty good. But if I say I give something up and, and in five years I have two shots, that's still giving it up. That's the way I see it. That ain't going to fuck me up. I I find something, another luxury or another habit to give up every year. I encourage y'all to do the same. Discipline equals freedom. It's no fucking doubt. It's not how bad you want it. It's not what you want. It's not how much you dream about it or what how much you think about it. It's what you're fucking willing to give up and what you're willing to sacrifice to do it to get there. That's all that fucking matters. And in this in this world, sacrifice, discipline, and giving stuff up isn't encouraged. It's the opposite of that. 
We're going to talk more about that later. 100th episode. There's going to be more year-end review coming in other podcasts. Either the next one or the one after that. I got some good shit coming, man. And I got some good guests coming. I can't fucking wait. I'm probably going to have to do... Again, let me remind y'all, anyone that wants to come on. We don't have to do the podcast here. Again, some of it's going to be video podcast. Uh, you know, as far as video chat or Zoom. And I'm going to go to people as well, as long as I can set up. If you are interested in being on my podcast, and you are s- someone that is savaging the fuck up your life, or you consider yourself a savage, or you're working on it, you reach out to me. As long as this equipment can be hooked up somewhere else, I will take it to you. You hear that? 2022, first official podcast. Man, y'all savage the fuck up, and do not let this year go by. Do not waste another year of your fucking life on fucking people, situations, environments, and habits that are ruining your fucking life. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Anchor, iTunes. Y'all be nice to many people as you can. Take shit from no one. Love y'all.